0: To reality blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast where we sometimes talk about. Reality television, but we always talk about us, Ash.
1: Yeah, we always. Always
0: talk. That's something that you can always rely on when you come to the RB pod.
1: Hey, you don't have much going on in your life? Guess what? Neither do we. <laughs> come over to this podcast and listen to <laughs> us talk about it. All right,
0: I'll tell you what. That's uh, That sounds horrible. That's our new that. tagline. Is that our new tagline? Yeah. That seems, that seems terrible.
1: Hey, is life boring as hell? Are you sick of this uh, pandemic? Are you sick of this shit? Would you like an escape into a couple's life who really just... Just see way too much of each other. Welcome to our podcast.
0: Escaping to our freaking brains. Yeah,
1: welcome to our relationship. That's what our podcast should be called.
0: Welcome to our relationship.
1: Two people who spend too much time together.
0: Two people who spend too much tomb together.
1: You know what's good, though? I feel like I, I keep seeing all of these celebrities and people getting divorced. You do? By the way, Angelina separated from her husband that she married eight months ago. Jolie? Whatever. Who's Jolie? Is An- that the guy's name?
0: No, Angelina Jolie?
1: No, Angelina from the Jersey oh, Shore.
0: Oh, you mean the main Angelina. Yeah, yeah. Angelina number one. Numero un.
1: Um, they're getting a divorce. That a big guy? D. Yeah, and, and you know. That guy looked
0: like a real mook when we saw her, uh, when we watched that uh, a wedding special or wedding episode that she had.
1: Yeah. Real mook. What do you mean by that? He just looked like a mook. Why do you keep using straws?
0: What are you talking about? I use the same fucking straw every day. Do you
1: promise me that? Yeah, I, bought, I can't
0: find the box of straws that you bought.
1: I bought us a bunch of metal straws. They disappeared months ago. I don't know where those they, are. Look, there's a straw right there. Look, you guys. That,
0: was you the, that straw is from my seltzer. This straw is my water. We
1: got a, We got plastic straws. We had to get some plastic straws. And I just assumed no one would use them when we found out we didn't need them. I'm fishing plastic straws out of the trash every day, cutting them up. People were throwing away five plastic straws a day. Find those metal straws. Anyway, what's a mook?
0: A mook is like a naganooch, you know what I mean?
1: No, (laughs) I don't. Then
0: you'll never get it.
1: What do you mean?
0: Then you'll never get it.
1: Are you talking about a... Like a gavone. An Italian BMT from... um, The
0: Italian bacon... What's the M
1: stand for? I don't... BMT. Bacon, meat, tomato. I don't from know. Jersey Shore, I mean Jersey um, Jersey Mikes. They have an Italian. No,
0: no, no. Subway has the Italian BMT. But Jersey
1: Shore much. also has the no, Italian. No, Jersey Mikes.
0: You keep saying Jersey Shore. You're confusing our people who are not around here. Would you quit it and continue talking about what you were saying? I'm just
1: saying everything blends together. All right, go. What ahead. I'm trying to say, I'm seeing all these celebrities getting divorced, and then when I I read the comments in the uh, forums, yes, I'm subscribed. To multiple forums. We
0: get Us Magazine twice a day. I
1: get the People's Voice Magazine, which is comments on the internet that I read. Because you know what I've learned? Other people are doing their homework, and I am too lazy. I just listen to their comments. And then base my knowledge off of that. They're all like, yeah, but uh, a year with that guy in quarantine, that's like 10 years. You know, that's a popular comment. Like a year with that person in quarantine, that's like 100 years. No wonder they got divorced. Quarantine's really, you know, uh, showing people's true colors. Something I can say about you that's pretty cool is that I have spent... So much time with you in quarantine. I already spent a lot of time with you. But I, I don't know if we're ever apart now. I feel attached to you. You know, you don't bother me that much.
0: Must be nice. <laughs>
1: what the hell? You cannot supposed, be
0: bothered by their core you're partner. You're supposed
1: to return the compliment. <laughs>
0: Must be nice.
1: You're supposed to return the compliment. I mean, actually,
0: the past couple of days, you've been sort of having some breakdowns, you know, but other than that, you've been a, a wonderful partner to have.
1: I've been losing it.
0: You have been losing it a past bit. The past two days, I've I, been losing it. I'm I, cracking under
1: pressure. You know what I think it is?
0: You COVID? Nope. <laughs> nope, not that. Uh, you haven't been able to uh, roller skate or rollerblade. That's you know? true. I feel like you rollerblade every couple of days, and that really keeps your head straight.
1: That is true. I haven't been rollerblading or roller skating. I did order a skateboard at midnight so, two a- nights ago. Actually,
0: <laughs> as I don't understand, I think her subconscious is telling her that she's trying to escape. The amount of wheeled-based things that she's gotten during quarantine—it's unbelievable. She had a pair of skates, regular skates. Okay, that's where it started. As you guys know, she likes skating. Then she bought like a nice pair of blades. Needed some roller blades.
1: I had the skates and the roller blades before Whatever. quar.
0: Then she as you guys know the big bike debacle needed okay, a bike. Okay, the bike thing was an and issue. And she just ordered a regular old skateboard at like midnight in bed the other night I for want no reason. A skateboard. Reason. Well, I- we talked about the skateboard stuff, okay? Just to to pick on the skateboard part of this whole thing we've talked about it you've gotten this hung uh, hung up on the idea that you want a skateboard i don't really understand why I, I you have to
1: skate on
0: yes but you have rollerblades and roller skates you are too old for a skateboard
1: no there's no such thing also when you're putting on roller skates and roller uh, and um
0: roller blades
1: thank you <laughs> there's too many roller words you're happening like in roller, my you're mouth you're like <laughs> roller
0: skates and roller blade oh, what's the word blade <laughs> like
1: blades okay when you're putting on roller skates and roller blades that's a whole setup first off you know because you can't just take them off while you're skating you got to put on all your pads you got to take your shoes off and put those on it's like you're committing i'm doing this for the next two hours You're strapping
0: wheels on your feet and yeah. hoping that all goes well
1: yes with a roller with a skateboard oh, here we go with a roller board <laughs> wheels Yes with, with a skateboard with a skateboard you're like I just want to go skating for a couple minutes you you pick up your board you walk out your house down the street to the new paved street and you skate up and down it for like 20 minutes and then you come back. Well... I'm looking for that sort of freedom. It does look cooler to
0: have a skateboard. I will say that. You're finally getting cool.
1: I'm not in it for the image. Now, I'd when, like that to be known. When you
0: brought up the idea of, like, let's skate skateboards, I, I was thinking about it a little bit, and you talked to my sister about it, and we, me and my sister both agreed, let's go get longboards.
1: Yeah, I don't want a longboard, though. Longboards are just like, that's... uh, It's
0: for cruising on the boardwalk. Like, if you want to cruise down the boardwalk, you get a nice longboard with some thick wheels, and then me and you basically surf the boards, man. We cruise down the boardwalk. You bought some fucking alien workshop, fucking birdhouse... Tony Hawk. I just bought Pro a basic ass eight.
1: skateboard. Yeah,
0: what are you gonna do? Uh, a, skate a nothing flip. What are you gonna do? I'm a, not gonna do tricks a, on it. I'm gonna tail use grab. It. What are you gonna do, Ashley? You I'm can't not gonna. Do that I'm stuff. not
1: gonna do tricks. So you're just. Gonna, I'm just gonna street skate. So you
0: should have gotten
1: a long board. You can street skate with a regular board. I can't I wait to
0: see your ass street skating with a regular board. Yeah, I can't. You're wait gonna for you feel to see it either. Every bump, every grind, you're gonna be feeling it.
1: Can we do a longboard on the boardwalk? Have you yeah, seen that? You've yeah, seen that yes, with I have. your eyes, uh
0: huh? And it's awesome. They well, give us the freaking
1: longboards.
0: No, you screwed up. You bought a regular skateboard. I'm out now.
1: But the longboards I'm are bulky out. and they're not cool looking.
0: They're not cool looking, but they're old people looking, and we're old.
1: I'm not.
0: Yes, you are.
1: No, I'm not.
0: Yes, you are. I'm. My, my birthday's on Friday, and I'm not anywhere near your age. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nick is turning. We're so excited here. He is his birthday's on Friday. He's turning thirty-seven. Um, it's a big, Easy. it's a big birthday for Nick. I
0: am not turning thirty-seven. I will not release my age on here.
1: Can you turn your phone off please? I, I got put it on airplane mode. Call- I got mode. a lot of people
0: calling I, me. You know, you guys heard last week. We're we're in we're knee deep in it, are we not, Ash? You
1: can't put it on silent for 45 minutes.
0: It is on silent, but I have people calling. It is Monday morning. We we didn't If we would have done this on Sunday, I would have been able to turn my phone off. I can't trying to close uh you know all mom's accounts and all that stuff i seem to be the point person she made a horrible mistake and made me the executor of uh, her will and so i need to now be the point person here when talking to real adults and and it's really tough for me because i as most people know i am a fake adult i what are you
1: talking about you're turning 37 on friday (laughs) you
0: wish all right, I turned thirty this year, and I'll never come back from it. I my can't believe God. it. It's tough when you turn thirty. Um, I don't know yet, but I will on Friday. But um, so yeah, it's uh, I got to keep my phone on because, like you know, I got uh, ex-employers calling me, and you know, you know, I'm, I'm telling these people out here, but you know, I have my phone on, so every so often, gotta check it, gotta check it. I'm also tapped into the matrix. Are you?
1: Okay, I'll get along board with you.
0: Well, I don't know if it's. I think we're buying it at the wrong time. It's gonna start snowing soon, Ash. Shit. Do you know what I mean? It's like I can't. It was spend... seventy
1: degrees yesterday. It's
0: gonna be in the fifties today. Today would be decent weather for longboarding. I need to lose some weight, so uh, I need to cut out the eating at some point here, and then I'll feel like I'm I'm able to be on on wheels other than a a, a car because I, I feel like any board I stand on right now will snap. Beneath my legs. Nick, <laughs>
1: you're delusional. You're not that big. I'm.
0: Not, you know what? I'm not. Here's as my fa-
1: birthday present to you. You're not as fat as you think you so are. So
0: he- here's the thing. I am not as fat as I think I am, which is scary based on the stuff and I've been eating. I, I cannot believe I'm not five thousand pounds. We've been stuffing our faces. But I'm fat, faces. folks. I'm fat. am You're I'm not as, fat. I'm. I'm. I'm as fat as you as you'd ever think you'd want to be. I mean, Nick. it's it's it's. I, ash. You know that our diets have been crazy. This isn't a diet podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it. But last night I ate Wendy's, okay?
1: Hey, if I started a podcast called— That's all called... I'm going to
0: say to you folks is I ate Wendy's. Uber Eats, by the way, didn't even fucking lift a finger to get it. Showed up on the fucking porch.
1: If I started a podcast called Girl Eats Bread and I talked about the food that I ate during the day, would you guys listen to it?
0: I mean, maybe we should do a spinoff podcast. Yes, sir, we. I'm in on it, where we just talk food. Or maybe that's you already our...
1: had that as a podcast called Junk Food no, which it combined but... reality television and food which you just turned this podcast <laughs> no, into. No, we didn't
0: talk about reality. Nobody t- watched reality. I, I I when I talk about reality uh, reality television on Junk Food like People would just be like, "Huh, I don't, I, I haven't, seen that one. Sorry, Nick." And I'd be like, oh, "Okay, cool. What's your thing?" And then <laughs> yeah. they talk about something other they'd people be like, enjoyed.
1: Wrestling figurines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, though, here's the deal.
0: Here's the deal.
1: Do you want to hear the two things I brought to the table yeah. to discuss with you? Absolutely um first off it's a little mystery oh no not absolutely (laughs) he's like i'm like do you want to hear what i have to say he's like yes absolutely and then he put his finger in my face and said hold on
0: you gotta learn about we have neat signals here for you to just i'm I'm just saying we did like a nice little introduction yeah so now is a good time to tell the folks find folks out there why don't you just give us a Five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Oh,
1: please do. It makes our day.
0: And uh, also we got some good stuff brewing over on that Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash reality blows. Sign up for our blownest tier, which is the only tier, and you will get at least two extra blonest episodes a month.
1: Sometimes three. Sometimes and three. we have a special surprise for November. Do we? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know about this, folks. <laughs> we have a
1: special surprise. Nick's I'm, gonna be I'm surprised. I'm looking forward
0: to it. So there yeah, you go. It's
1: gonna be fun. All right, Ash. Well, let's hear
0: let's hear what you've brought to the table
1: okay so you know that i have a monthly online show called the at home film festival i run it with comedian sarah tolemash very funny very talented has been on this podcast um and we have an email set up with our two last names it's roberts tolemash that's the email and tricky it's a little but we liked it because it sounded like a law firm you know like seleno and barnes roberts and tolemash that's true um, so we set up this email account for all of our, our, uh, our collaboration needs. And then last week, I started getting all of these um, emails that were like, Hey, Sarah, um, thanks for signing up for my astrology newsletter. Or, Hey, Sarah, glad to have you on board for the Single Parents of America Association. And what was happening is that someone had taken our email address and I knew it wasn't my Sarah because they were spelling it without the H they were spelling it S a R a someone had taken that email address and was signing us up for things and I was like oh my god we've been hacked it's a scam you know what's going on but it doesn't doesn't seem like they are scamming us or trying to get anything from it because they're signing up for very specific things that are like like uh, small potatoes. You know what I mean. They're not like signing up for. I don't know. What would you sign up for that you think you would get something great from?
0: Get something great. Like,
1: why would someone sign you up for something? Are they trolling well, us? No,
0: I mean you want to use like a fake. E- you don't want. P- you don't want to get the spam emails, but you want to get the discount code. You know what I mean. So yeah. like if like I just bought. But how uh, would you get the discount so-
1: code when they send it to your email? Uh, sometimes
0: you just sign up and then it's just like sign up and then use it blank pops up and on then the use, screen? use 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 uh, ten bucks off as a code at checkout. I, I why mean, would I don't you know. sign
1: up for Martha's astrology monthly astrology You're right. email? I'm
0: trying to figure out how I this don't could understand. be a scam or how this could be good for the person who signed you up and I'm I'm, I'm failing. You're so, failing. So what's and happening here? So
1: they also signed up for like um internet surveys. Like they're trying to make a buck. I can tell they're like filling out Internet surveys and uh, biz rates. That seems to be a popular way to make money online. And they also seem to be a single parent because they signed up for a lot of single parent stuff. Um, And so I'm just going through. I started I just went through our email and this was we were getting like 10 emails like this a day right? And so I was going through and unsubscribing and then I would mark the email. I'd put it in a little folder. I learned that the woman's name that was being used was Sarah Taylor. And then one time I went, I clicked on the link to unsubscribe and it's like, update your info. And it brought me to this page that had her address. And, um, I was like, Oh, score. This is great. I can figure out what's going on. I took her address. I put it in Google maps. It just could not be more boring of a place to live. I mean, it's really shocking to think that people, I, I don't want to sound like I'm judging them. I, I I don't want to sound like a snob. Okay, but it's one of those like cookie cutter houses. I'm going to show it to Nick. He's going to describe it to you. Um, if I can get my freaking cell phone to work. And it's just like a cookie-cutter type house in a cookie-cutter type neighborhood. I'll say that it's in Oklahoma. That's as much info as I'll give um, out. But I couldn't get from the Zillow. Yeah, it looks
0: like maybe a new, newer development. Uh, nice house. Nice house. Nice house.
1: Awesome. So I just do some snooping, and I find a, a business page on Facebook for a woman's um, nail salon. Named Sarah Taylor, who lives 15 minutes from this address. Her, or whose, um, excuse me, her nail salon is listed as being 15 minutes from this address. Do you think it's her?
0: I mean, it, all signs are pointing all to All signs.
1: So I messaged her. You yeah,
0: wow, I messaged her? Yeah, messaged her. Wow, that's
1: pretty bold. With my personal message What are you account? trying
0: to do? Like some sort of like a serial podcast? Yeah, I'm like,
1: starting a new podcast. I, I
0: wish you would have uh, recorded this. This would have been interesting.
1: It's called Finding Sarah Taylor.
0: And so what happened?
1: I was like, "Hey, my name's Ashley. Um, someone's using my email account to sign up for things." Um, I, I think, is it you? Wondering, it, it's this address I put I'm out the address. I'm gonna call the freaking cops. And I found you, and it's using your name and this address, which is 15 minutes away from your establishment. Um, and uh, I just, you know, I'm sure it's probably like a mistake or something, but wondering, is this is this you? Is this you? Are you doing Can stop? this?
0: Can I stop you right there? Please. Why?
1: I want her to stop doing it. What I thought from looking at the behavior of these emails, okay, if I'm an email analysis, if I'm uh, specialized in human behavior on the internet, I would say that this person is getting their email wrong. And putting in our email because okay, the, so the you're,
0: you, you in the back of your mind is like okay, there's probably a logical reason for this, and I'm actually going to help this person out. Yes, right. it seemed I erratic, have done it, but all right.
1: It seemed like it didn't seem like, um, you know, someone with a plan to like bother us. It seemed like someone who's just decided that they want to sign up for single parent discounts.
0: Well, you know, our reality blows email. Has been uh, compromised as well. Somebody was signing us up for Betty Crocker emails. Oh, yeah. I and forgot they're about still that. getting Kellogg's and Betty Crocker uh, mailing mailers and stuff like that. Wow. So. That that's happening over on the. You're not sleuthing around on behalf of our podcast. Well, that's different. We rank in the.
1: uh, (laughs) We got like two of those emails. No, we got
0: we get them like four a day.
1: Are you serious? (laughs) You just
0: don't check the reality blows.
1: You're in charge of our social media, babe. No, you you edit the podcast. Yes, you are in charge of the social media. I edit. You're in charge of fan reach out. I edit. You're in charge of everything.
0: I record. I produce. I edit, and I'm also head writer my god okay so what happens when you reach out to this person
1: she's like oh hi um yeah yeah my name is sarah taylor and gosh my business is pretty close to that address but uh that's not my home and and i don't know anyone who lives there and i was like okay thanks thanks and she goes and then she follows up she goes and and just so you know I, i haven't been signing up for anything and i was like oh okay yeah cool um and she's like let me know what happens and I just feel like she's a little too interested in the outcome of all of this. I think it's her.
0: What do you think has been going on with her? I mean, I think have you she's looked, embarrassed. Have you looked this person up?
1: Yeah, she's cute. So she owns a nail salon. She's got a little kid. She—I would say she's like late twenties.
0: So she is a single mom. She's a single mom. So it kind of adds up. It huh? adds up. So what do you what do you think she's getting out of this? Do you think she's making money off of these things that she's doing?
1: I don't know, but guess what? It stopped.
0: It did stop. It stopped. And what about, so how could her email be anywhere near your email? That part
1: is the most confusing part.
0: Right? I mean, that's no way, shape, or form. That's such a specific email that you have there.
1: And that's not her name. I know her full name. Yeah. And, um, you know, at first I was thinking, like, uh. You know, maybe this is just someone who's just using random addresses and random names. But when I would go to update my profile, once I realized I had that hack where I could go in and update the profile and see how they filled forms out, um, it was the same address over and over again. So it's not a random, It's nothing seems random about it.
0: Do you think that this person might have been a fan of your, st- you and, and Sarah's stuff and got it that way? Like, how would they have g- even gotten this very specific email? I
1: don't know, but I looked up the things that she had liked, and it was not any of our fan pages. Because Sarah and I have a fan page, and then Robert's Tolemash has a fan page. Right. So she doesn't seem to even know we exist.
0: Very peculiar.
1: Right? That's what I'm saying. So
0: what's going to happen? You think it's just going to stop and that's it?
1: I guess. I mean, what would be a
0: what? What would
1: it be? I think to I fly her, out there and meet her. What would
0: it be? Yeah, you gotta <laughs> meet her. Um, what's yeah? What's, what's the it to end her game to, to not just make a bullshit account and then just throw all her stuff to that account? I
1: don't know. I'm truly confused by it, and I was actually hoping you would crack the Because case. there's
0: really no like, what would be the? I mean, I guess the only the only thing would be like if she's signing up from like for things like in like there's like fifty. She's trying to do like. F- 50 different signups to the same company and so she needs different emails in order to get whatever they give the The bonus time they give you know what i mean like but even that would be odd to to do without having access to an email account like to just send it to a random email account it seems kind of risky rather than like i could create 10 gmails in 10 minutes right now and then just do it that way
1: and it doesn't feel like none of the emails we're getting are like refer your friend type emails where it's like you get 10 points if you refer 10 people it's not like that i don't know what's going on maybe it's not her you know could i be, do it could be the algorithms you know what you know it could as be the algorithms know, as
0: we all know those those pesky little algorithms get in there and, and gunk up the works.
1: and personally if i was her and i was doing that i would not have responded so that makes me think like maybe it's not her. Maybe it is not her. Well, you but
0: you just. So what, what do you think? Do you I think don't.
1: I, that's the thing is it's a mystery that is unfolding before my eyes. I mean, this really happened like two days ago. So we'll see if the emails start again. I don't know. I don't. Maybe she'll message me. That would be cool. I think the point of this is I have too much time on my hands. Instead of silently deleting and unsubscribing these emails, I m- Google map search her home and looked around, found her business Facebook page, and messaged her, and entered in a dialogue with this stranger in Oklahoma.
0: How many uh, um, friends does she have on the business Facebook page?
1: She has 845 likes.
0: I think that's enough for a small business to not have to go through the works of, I think so, uh,
1: too. She seems to be successful. ...of
0: an uh, email scam.
1: I don't know what's going on. The problem is, is that Sarah Taylor is a very... Um, you know, pop or it's it's a popular name. You can find a lot of yeah. Sarah Taylors out there, yeah, especially in can. the Midwest. Is Oklahoma in the Midwest?
0: Yeah, I would consider Oklahoma being in the Midwest, sure. I mean, it could also be maybe in the South
1: Midwest. Interesting. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what part of I don't it, know geography or know geography. history.
0: All that bullshit.
1: Um, and well, then, good luck. Good thank luck, you.
0: Ash. I mean, are you going to continue talking to this person? I
1: think so. I mean, it depends on what happens. I think I'm going to wait for her to message me again. <clears throat> this is like
0: the worst, the world's worst like mystery podcast topic. <laughs> Somebody's signing you up for uh, some sort of email. Online surveys. And
1: how much did you... Like,
0: how much did they take from you? It's like, oh, nothing. I've lost nothing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, my life is actually better now that I have something to do. Like, look this shit up.
1: I met a new friend. Yeah, this is
0: actually positive. A positive mystery.
1: Yeah, she gave me um, something to do with my time. Are you
0: guys friends now? No, not really. I (laughs) did like her business. I liked her business, but I might unlike it.
1: Yeah, who knows? We'll see what happens. Nothing has
0: changed. The most boring... Serialized podcast. So,
1: what are you saying? You don't like my story?
0: No, I think it's good for our show.
1: I wanted to give you something. That's
0: A-plus content for our show. But I'm just saying for it's a standalone podcast, it would probably, wouldn't. you know, I don't know where it's going to hold a I'm candle. Obviously, I'm not going to
1: start a podcast about it. But I, I don't have anything in my life that you don't know about except for that one thing. Right. I'm just <laughs> so, saying it may
0: not hold a candle to the Boston Strangler podcast. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The stakes... Are a little higher over
1: mm-hmm. there. Well, we'll see what happens. So maybe what someone, maybe someone gets wrapped up in this. Someone gets murdered. Who knows? I hope
0: somebody dies based on this. I, not, not because I don't. I want somebody to die. I just Neck. like action. I just like action.
1: Oh my god! And then I have another thing to tell you about. All right, what's that? Um, I, I wrote a, a game for an NPR, um, game show. So I write for Ask Me Another on NPR. And I got like a request from um, the pr- a producer there who was like, "Hey, we're having this uh, special guest on who loves Ray Bradbury and amusement parks, and you had like talked to me about possibly doing an amusement park game months ago, pre pan, pre pan. Um, would you be able to whip this up in like three days and send it over?" And I was like, "Yes, hundred percent." And basically, what I did was I wrote um, game. I wrote a game called Ray Bradbury's world where uh, rides are described and it's um, your job is to either guess the Ray Bradbury book that it's based off of or um, guess the ride, the Disney attraction that it's based off. Now of. who Ray Bradbury? Ray Bradbury is a um, science fiction slash, I don't know if you would describe him as horror writer, uh, an American treasure. He wrote Fahrenheit four fifty one. He wrote the Illustrated Man. I'm sure you read that. No. You never read the I've Illustrated never, Man. I never read.
0: That. I, I started reading in two thousand eighteen.
1: You never read Fahrenheit four fifty one.
0: No, I've seen Fahrenheit nine eleven. The the. Uh, oh my god. The uh, Michael Moore movie.
1: Do you know these books? Am I saying them and they're ringing bells? I've
0: heard of them and I've always just heard them. And then when I hear them, I look at the name in my head and I go, well, I can't tell what that's about.
1: The Illustrated Man. You didn't read that in school. It's a a book of short stories and they're all connected because they're all based on tattoos on a man's body that were given to him by a time traveling woman. The
0: only book I recall from reading in school is I believe we read Catcher in the Rye together in class. In, wow. like, in like a uh, sophomore year of high school
1: were there books in your home growing up did yes. you guys have a bookshelf my mother
0: my mother would read oprah book club books i remember was like,
1: there a bookshelf nah
0: maybe i don't think so actually no
1: i don't ever i don't recall seeing one and no, i'm just no, curious no. you guys I mean, did there's not no have one a bookshelf. here is
0: there i mean we have books there's books all around this house but they're not on shelves they're like on
1: Tables and well, a Well I created t- a shelf with the uh, That's
0: good. Good for the you the little
1: Ash. staircase thing. I created it.
0: But uh, no. I made I, it, guys. I, I mean, we really didn't. We weren't reading all the time. You I, were Okay. So you I, didn't have a bookshelf. He would read Stephen King sometimes, you know. But I never saw him reading. I have no idea where he did it. But when I'll bring him a book, he would be like, oh, I've read The Stand. Yeah. I like, I when did we have time to read The Stand?
1: On I, his train into the city every day oh, and back and be, forth. I mean, that's an hour trip. Yeah.
0: But you know what? He had a Walkman, and you know how into music my dad is. I oh, just, yeah. That's true. I just can't imagine he wasn't either listening to Howard Stern or listening to, like, a CD player.
1: Did you guys have... I, I'm going to say that the answer to this is no. Did you have reading time or the family all no. read together? Or you all sat in the same room and no. read your books? Um Not Did at you all. have encyclopedia?
0: Yes, we had, like, an old version. Like okay. A, we had that encyclope- surely was on a bookshelf. Yes, it was. No, it was actually on, on a windowsill. And it was just... It was like, you know, like, you get, like, uh, somebody hands you down, like a, like, a classic version of the encyclopedia, like, nice leather-bound. Mm-hmm. My dad has those somewhere. I mean, that's like one of his prized possessions. He's got a nice encyclopedia collection.
1: I loved them. And I used
0: to open it up and I'd look at the word vagina.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. It's true. Okay.
0: Now, that's a. Now, that, folks. Is reality okay? Ashley's so. picking something off her lip for like the last couple of minutes. <laughs> what's going on? You got a little dead skin. No, you want to take
1: care of it because uh-uh. it's
0: weird me out that you keep doing <laughs> it. Anytime you don't hear Ashley talking, she's picking at her top lip. No, what's going on over there, Ashley? Nothing. I had to break the theater of the mind. I, it's bothering me.
1: Mm. I have like I like.
0: What's going on? Do you want to pause? I'm okay. going to pause. We're not going to take a break. We'll be back in a split second. But just know that in that split second, weird stuff's going on with that. I just lip. have
1: a sore spot.
0: Okay. Hold on. <laughs> we're going to pause. All right. We're back. Ashley put chapstick on. I think it might, might do the trick. It did. All right. Yeah. You need your chapstick. I, don't know I what love you're doing chapstick. chapstick
1: on. I'll say that um, my skincare routine and everything has completely been abandoned this past month.
0: So... Talk to me about this Ray Bradbury game. Okay,
1: so Ray Bradbury and and these uh, amusement park rides. So each ride, like I said, is based off a Ray Bradbury book. And then you have to figure out if it's what book it is. But if you don't know what book it is, you can figure out what ride it is. And it was so much fun because if you go to the Disney website and you search each ride that you want to use, there is like, what are you laughing at? (laughs) What the hell are you laughing at? Nothing. Nick's over there staring <laughs> off into a corner giggling to himself. Nothing.
0: I was thinking about the idea of, of me as a as a 9 as a 11-year-old looking up the word vagina <laughs> in, a, in, a, in an antique uh encyclopedia collection.
1: Did you learn anything? Yeah, I
0: mean I did. I, I you know, there's a picture of it. <laughs> like a diagram.
1: Right. It's what you would expect there to be there. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a picture of it. It was a diagram. Yeah,
0: I couldn't wait to get into the fourth grade and uh, tell everybody uh, all I learned about the labia. The labia? <laughs> yeah, but I, I was doing like you know because I'm a um, oh because you're a you know child know I mean? and you don't know how
1: it's pronounced. Yeah. How did you learn about sex? Who Through encyclopedia you? searches. Really? Who taught you? <laughs> about Number sex? one
0: was vagina. The next thing I I looked up was the word butthole. <laughs> and that's
1: all I needed to know. Oh my God.
0: And that's all I needed to know.
1: Did your parents have a birds and the bees talk with you?
0: Yeah, they were like, listen, stay away from birds and bees. They'll try to fuck you. <laughs> That go, go to school, asshole. Uh, all right, uh, let's continue talking about this. No, thing, what
1: you're talking about is way more interesting right. than this stupid thing. I just, I, I, I don't, what want, I, was, I don't
0: have any more things to say about that. What? I just was looking right here. I have a, an old. Yeah, that's so, creepy. See this guy? He's that's guy, creepy. <laughs> oh, I'm, I I got a uh, what's this uh, third grade? Oh, only a class picture
1: from third grade. Put that away, yeah, dude. Saying, Stop like, pointing at yourself and saying this is the guy who's looking at vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> um okay. and that picture is uh sammy um sweetheart sammy
0: sweetheart is in there yep. yeah she
1: was mm-hmm. in third grade with you listen so i, I don't want to talk about this ride thing anymore because it's not as fun as when your your parents gave you the birds and the bees talk uh, they didn't what do you mean they didn't
0: they didn't give me the birds and the bees someone talk. had to give it to no you. they just let I'd you be loose in the, in the car world. with my mom and she'd be like you gotta use condoms i'm like what you're like five i already know what that is mom I just really? knew what it was already. Yeah, through TV. Find out.
1: Come on. I
0: watch a lot of TV, dude. You learn it all when you watch a lot of TV. That's why people who are a little iffy, I find out they didn't watch TV when they grew up. Because they just they they got to they learned everything a little too late. Mm. We all are learning. TV taught us everything. So it's like you didn't go to school. It's like you didn't go to- You're saying to, so people to, who didn't watch- You started watch, school at ninth grade. You missed the middle school. Middle school saying, was important.
1: You're saying people who didn't watch TV growing up are the new homeschool kids. A little
0: bit. I mean, there's still, now we're going to have another generation of homeschool kids, which is going to be very interesting based on uh, quarantine and all that stuff. But
1: okay, so these Disney rides, you look them up, you get a paragraph about the ride. It's so fun. Whoever is writing the copy on the website, that's a dream job um you know all aboard a rip roaring rocket through space you know stuff like that that's like cool the language that they're space using space mountain yeah and um I got to incorporate that language into the books thing and then I got to like change details or I, I say I got to I took it upon myself to change which later was edited out of some of the games because um the producer was like that might be confusing but I changed details about the rides to fit, The book, but I didn't want to use Disney jargon like a doom buggy. You know what a doom buggy is? Yeah,
0: it's like a uh, Humvee.
1: Come on, on what ride do you get on on a doom buggy? I don't know. The Haunted Mansion. That's what those things are called. Doom buggy. Doom buggies. So then I just changed that to calamity cabooses. You know, so I had a lot of fun doing stuff like that, and it was um, honestly the biggest disappointment was my inability to use the Swiss Family Robinson attraction in this game. I tried to, I couldn't line it up with a book just right. So I had to abandon it. So you know what I did? I took a, I used a picture of it from the internet as my new background on my computer. Well,
0: I I thought it was interesting when you were telling me the rides you were gonna use for this game and that and that Swiss family Robinson you were really trying to get that in there that and something else I was just like these are not really known attractions this is you're gonna it doesn't it's not gonna work as well as you want it to work if you're talking about Disney you're talking about Space Mountain Splash Mountain, you know, you're talking about... Uh, Pirates
1: of the Caribbean. Yeah. I used Pirates of the Caribbean What's and What's that Space roller coaster? Mountain. The, the Matterhorn and, mm. uh,
0: and, and uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad and all that stuff. Uh, like,
1: I just used my favorites, yeah. which are the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion is good. Space Mountain. Swiss
0: Family Robinson Treehouse. Pirates go on that of thing. the Caribbean. Anybody, yeah. You make us go on it every time we go there, and we have to walk around. And tr- I'm like... It's, like, it's, my, it's one like of a, my faves. It's like a, a, the most humid. It's like 100 degrees out humid. I'm like running around like a, a tree house trying to like climb a, a, a rope. Yeah, it's to great. To try to get out of the treehouse. freaking love it. Looking at a bunch of stuff that I have no reference for. Never saw any Swiss Family Robinson. Never read any. What? Never watched it. I don't even know what it is. Couldn't even tell you really the what it is. The ones that
1: I used that are my, my favorite. Not my generation, old lady. The ones that I used that were my favorites that you were like no one knows what those are, were or that those are not like um, like popular Disney rides that people are gonna guess. Was um, the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse, living with the land? You told me to take that Listen, one out. <laughs> I like
0: living with the land. I do, but um, I, 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 I love I, living I just with. Feel the like land. it's not really uh, it's not it's not an attraction that people are thinking about when they're thinking about Disney unless they're a complete theme park. Or slash Disney nerd, you know what I, I mean? I guess. So.
1: And then Soren, you Sorin. told me to take out Soren, but Soren worked too well for the book that I was using it for. That I kept it. in Soren's
0: okay. I just figure I figure it's a little too new. You know, there's mm. just you, you're pulling from you know the history of this. Incredible but I got
1: Peter Pan's flight in there. That's a classic. Um, I got a lot of Jungle Cruise. Sure. Yeah, Jungle I got those Cruise is great in there.
0: There was a a movie. Based on the Jungle Cruise. What?
1: Why haven't we seen that? I think so. Yeah.
0: Wasn't it The Rock in the Jungle Cruise? Wasn't it The Rock and and Kevin Hart in Jungle Cruise? I have
1: no idea. I have no idea. We need to watch that. Um, Are you talking about Jumanji? Because they Ah, were in Jumanji with Jack Black.
0: Let me me look this up. Which you should see. Yeah. You love Jumanji.
1: I loved the reboot of Jumanji. And I want to watch the second one. Um, And that's just me, guys. That's just Maybe there's
0: supposed to be a Jungle Cruise I feel ah, like in 2021 it comes out.
1: Oh, that's cool. Who's in it? The Rock. Wow. So they're reboot. They're gonna. They're going to. I wonder if this is them trying to save the ride because it is controversial.
0: I think it's a pretty, you know, you you could throw like people be like oh the Jungle Cruise. I remember that ride, and then you, the Rock's in it, so you're gonna see it anyway. It doesn't really matter. But like to me, I feel like uh, it's like such an open world. the Jungle Cruise does not have a strict narrative so like it's literally called Jungle Cruise it could be about a Jungle Cruise you put the rock in it and like I guess he's you know it has loosely to do with animals and it's like yeah it's just like the ride so to me same thing with like Haunted Mansion
1: I wonder if it's just gonna be like um, a modern retelling of the African Queen did you ever watch that Ash, you know, you you always want to
0: flex the fact that you know more shit than me.
1: What? I'm just asking no! you if you've seen The African Queen. What is that? You never seen The African Queen with Catherine Hepburn? No. And um oh shit, who's the guy? Oh, this is embarrassing. All right,
0: we're going to pause and you look for the guy.
1: Uh, Humphrey freaking Bogart.
0: Oh, that's that's who you were looking for. Yeah. Hey, so uh in the break I also sent, I sent you the the trailer to The Jungle Cruise. It's coming out next year. Did you watch it?
1: It says it's coming out July twenty twenty.
0: Oh, maybe it came out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did
1: it come out? I thought it said July twenty twenty. Uh, whatever.
0: So uh, that that's fine. That's fine with me. I, you I-
1: gotta watch the African Queen listen the jungle cruise
0: first of all like do you you see what i mean by like the idea of like humphrey bogart they have like a tiny little reference point and then they've made a completely new narrative out of it yeah there's nothing that i saw in the jungle cruise that has anything to do with what i uh what i know and love to be the jungle cruise ride right yeah i mean you know what they he uh, you know the rock plays like the the captain of the jungle cruise they're like looking for some like Some tree
1: or something? Yeah, the tree of life, basically, or the fountain of youth. It's a classic tale told throughout centuries of humanity. There's something in the wild that will give you eternal life or eternal health or help you in some way. It's a tree or a well. You know, people have been looking for it for the beginning of time.
0: Explosions, uh, taking crazy, you know, uh, uh, jumps off of things, you know, romantic under underside to the whole story
1: undertones so and where are the corny jokes it's a mistake i they're gonna come from the rock do you think
0: do you think the but they didn't include one cheesy joke in that whole trailer
1: yeah that's a fail that's the whole ride is that
0: the cheesy jokes that that the, the puns and bullshit that the the captain will say i can't
1: wait to watch the african queen tonight
0: imagine you got on the the jungle cruise ride and like that captain was like looked like the rock just like six jacked. foot six the most jacked guy you've ever seen
1: what a fun career that guy has the best career right i mean is he the highest paid actor working of yeah, I right think now he
0: is i think he really is he's got like any because I, I also think he's got the highest box office like i think he mm. does the best got a wide appeal little kids want to see when well, you, you could sell to the kids everybody That's wants it. to see him the kids the sell men the, kids. the women john cena wishes you know john cena wishes uh, he's close john cena does well as well but the Rock, man, he really did it. Got great career.
1: I can't believe that the Jungle Cruise, because we went on it the last time we went to Disney. I can't believe that it is not hasn't been closed for um, obvious reasons. Why? It's depiction of native people. Yeah,
0: that was bad. Did they get rid, did they get rid of that yet? Is that not in, in there?
1: I feel like it was in there yeah, the last maybe. time we were on it, but maybe that's just from my memory of writing it for years.
0: So also in the break, I had Ashley watch um, a couple of music videos. Um, and uh, the first one I hated was by a group called 100 Gex, and it was called Money Machine. Um, and uh, the second one was by an artist named QT, uh, and uh, those are two examples of um, what is considered uh, in the genre of hyper pop. I'm I've been listening to hyper pop, and I got into a little bit of a YouTube hole yesterday, kind of researching what where hyper pop came from. I'm pretty obsessed with like genres. I like genres because um, specifically
1: you know, niche genres. I do like
0: niche genres, but I, they could be a little bit more broad as well. But I like them because it's like you're dipping in. I like music. I can relate to culture through music. And I you dip into, like, little cultural small pockets of humanity when you kind of research a genre of music, you know? And this is
1: my issue is that they're constantly changing and evolving. Like, in a year, hyperpop is not going to be a thing. And so it's like, why don't you just learn history? You know what I mean? Well, no, that's Learned actually— about how the pyramids got made. Actually—
0: the only thing that will be there is hyperpop. It's it's actually the other way. What? You are an older person so I understand, but How history <laughs> is being washed away and now the new history is stuff based on
1: Stop saying I'm old like on this <laughs> week's podcast. You've said it like four times. <laughs> You're the one who's turning 40 this week. You wish.
0: So I'm just going to play a little bit of money machine. I can't play much, but you'll just get the idea of like maybe what hyperpop kind of sounds like piss baby you think you're so fucking cool huh you think you're so fucking tough you talk a lot of big game for someone in such a small truck okay we can stop so it
1: so let's uh <laughs> let's let's
0: skip ahead the hook Feel so clean like a money machine. Now, the music video is as sort of intense as the music sounds. So hyperpop basically is the genre, as I found out, um, is is basically like if you take um, what the pop, bullshit that everybody would shit on of like the 2000s and uh, around that era and what if you kind of sped it up into the future a little bit so they're sort of influenced by all of the stuff that when you were a kid when I was a kid we would probably have scoffed at because we thought that we knew what cool music was mm. so like Britney Spears things like that you know you're like oh what is this it's so synthetic right mm-hmm. you know the music videos are so sterile well what if you just instead of uh it, it, you can't be punk rock by being like we don't do that. We do guitars now. Because that's commercialized and that is capitalism, what punk rock got kind of co-opted by yeah. capitalism, right? So how do you rebel against that stuff? And really when in the 80s and the 70s and stuff, when you rebelled against disco and synth- synthetic bullshit, this is real. But when that becomes the establishment, there's nowhere, there's no room there anymore. You can't keep going in that direction. I mean, you can try with noise music but it's hard. So there is, you know, the way that, you know, a younger person might do it who's punk rock is to go the other way. Mm. So us like old people look at them and go, that's not real music. You know, real music is about but we're the establishment. And so they're trying to get away from us. So they push into the genre further in which we kind of shunned. Mm. Do you understand the idea of that? Yeah. So like even though that sounds like I feel not cool, cheesy, weird bullshit. But really, they know that. It's post ironic is what it is. So I got into I started researching it a little bit, just trying to figure out where it started. And it sort of started with, you know, kind of like that this genre with a, a, a kind of a record label called PC music. Um, from London, and it was basically putting out artists kind of like that, but more in the vein of, like, if you took Britney Spears, and if, but if, if Britney Spears was, like, an android, mm. you know, and she was performing in almost, like, a uh, a space shuttle in space and, mm-hmm. you know, pitched-up vocals, you know. What is that, up, auto-tune? It's auto-tune, but it's really just pitched-up vocals in, mm. in production and putting auto-tune and lots of effects, layers, Stuff that seems like almost um, cyberpunk, if you know, in 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 like the aesthetic of it. So I started kind of looking, at, and then I got, you know, I found another YouTube video, which basically you did related, all this last night. Yes, this is after we watched three <laughs> episodes of Survivor.
1: I can't believe this guy. Um,
0: so basically, uh, it 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 relates to, and it's a kind of a, a form of what is known as like hyper reality. Okay. Have you ever heard of hyper reality before?
1: No, but I, I have an idea.
0: It's kind of like if you take postmodernism and you kind of you kept evolving it in a way. Mm. So hyperreality is, I think, first brought up by this uh, philosopher it was like a fringe philosopher that people don't you know, it, it's tough to read because it seems like he just writes like he's shouting at you. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no dialogue here, but his name is Boudreard uh, or Baudrillard He's a French guy. And he wrote a book called uh, "The Simulacra and the Simulation," I think it's called. Oh, and it's basically about um, the idea that uh, like. S- there, we used to have simulations like basically things used to have uses, right? Mm-hmm. But then eventually, they didn't re- the things that they were invented for, the actual physical use that it had. Like, let's just say gold weighed something, and that's how much something money was, was. you know what I mean? Yeah, but when you move off of gold the standard, gold standard. It's the idea It's really the symbol or the sign value of it. Like, a diamond is a tiny little thing, but for some reason, it's worth so much more than these huge Right, we've of all gold. agreed
1: on it. It's actually a conspiracy when you think about it. It is,
0: but it's called sign value. Okay. So that's like when we started to get really we humanity has evolved into the technology age and like the fact that billboards means something to us. You right. Know? There's a value to... Or, or
1: money. It's a green piece of paper right. that we assign value to that. We'll kill and, and die over that. That
0: billboard is a simulation of what the original product was and its actual use in this world. Okay. okay. So like, if I'm looking at Coca-Cola, really is, is like I'm looking at something that would be a drink, that I would buy and a drink really was brought, you know, you need that to water to live, right? You're talking
1: about Plato's allegory of the cave.
0: So basically we have moved so far into sign value and gotten so far away from the actual use of things that we are basically living in the matrix. Everything is a simulation. We've moved into Simulcra, which is when it's, a representation of the original thing that has literally its its own thing though it's it has moved so far away from what we originally intended that symbol to be and like the way that you can say is like photoshopped celebrities that is who that person is online that is not who that person is it's a simulation that is not a rep, replica of it so that's simulacra it's a little heady wow. right so that's, that's kind of That's all coming
1: from this music
0: Yeah it's basically that basically is art imitating life but it's what it is imitating is the simulcra so it's a it's a it's a i know this is insane this is insanity that i'm trying to talk about this right now but it's uh it's a it's a a replica of something that isn't is so far away from the original uh vision of it so now we're living in this thing that is just a replica of a replica kind of like a xerox but if you were to have changed the xerox to so where it does not it's obscured the original item you're xeroxing.
1: You know what's interesting is I feel like you can see that in comedy.
0: Sure, in any it's everything, but yeah. comedy, the art. definitely. Yeah. Why? What do you mean in comedy? Well,
1: just because, like you know, originally comedy is like uh, when stand up became a thing, which was mid 20th century. You know, you have like jokes that are very um, mathematical in the sense that they have a setup and a punchline, and then how that has kind of become that became hack. Right. And then so people started doing references to that idea. Right. So it's like making fun of that idea. But then that became hack. So it's just kind of like evolving. It's always references to the thing that came before it.
0: Now, if eventually in the future you started referencing something that we all agree on is hack, but that actually never existed in the way that we talked about that is the Simulcra. Mm. So we're like, if we, let's just say to dumb it down, if I were like, yeah, we always talk about, you know how we say robots have small dicks? You know, it's just like, oh, that's hack. Oh, he's doing robots have small dicks uh, material. When really, that's just an obscured idea of what the original hack idea was. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have moved so far in the future that our reference point is the fact that we all think that people used to be hacked by saying robots have small dicks. Wow. And we're all just, Living in the in the world in which that was a ha- that's a hackneyed premise when it actually never really was. So mm. that's what this guy Baudrillard feels like we have moved into. Oh, so
1: it's kind of like instead of saying talking about airline food is hack. If someone was like, um, you know how comedians used to always talk about aoli yes aioli but it's actually they were talking about airline food and
0: really we're just like you know the aioli comics of the early 1960s yeah and it never really it kind of was it was obscured but the entire population has agreed that that is the his shared history mm. so that's why when you're like oh read about history you know instead of this no we're you, you can't because what we know at history this is point, no
1: longer a thing
0: people it's going to get obscured to the point where we don't really remember the true granite the true rocks. You That's know.
1: terrifying. I now, mean, that is postmodern. It's you postmodern. Know? That is a a, mm-hmm. a a rejection of universal truth Exactly.
0: It's if as if we've decided that the truths are not there. Mm. You know, and we're we're moving on from. Something well, I think else it to...
1: proves that the truths aren't there. Right. God, it's tough. I gotta go home.
0: You are home. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, and then uh, also, uh, hyper capitalism was another part of this that's just fun, which yeah. is also a point that's where. That's like,
1: I'm so sick of hyper capitalism. Right,
0: right. But that's what you're looking. I mean that that is hyperpop is just that, like the depiction of hypercapitalism. Well, that was
1: yeah, that was High Kings.
0: Yes, Oh, oh the High Kings. Yeah, I mean their truck. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Is that hypercapitalism? Well, it well feels explain like what it. the High Kings are.
1: High Kings are um like a group in Virginia that we learned about on I ninety five when we saw a guy who had a his Instagram handle decaled on the side of his truck. Uh, he was the High Kings. And so we went, and it's just like people um, sort of establishing self-worth through the size of their wheels on their truck. Who is the highest king is the high king, Um, meaning is your truck big or is it small? And that's hyper-capitalism. Yeah,
0: it's kind of hyper-capitalistic, but I would say maybe— it's not because it still is rooted in the fact that bigger is better.
1: Mm. So you would say that and maybe higher this is, better, is a Xerox copy of high of high kings. Because they're talking about big trucks in the well, beginning exactly. of this. Exactly,
0: yes, yes. But they're also, the, sh- the song is called Money Machine. I feel so clean like a money machine. He's shooting money in the air. But it's just like but two But he's saying kids. like
1: your truck's not as big as my truck. Yes,
0: it's like just two kids like in front of a tr- uh, obscured truck where you can't and even. And they blow up the little truck. It's pixelated, right. Yes, absolutely. I forgot about that part of the video. Yeah.
1: And I clearly watched it now. I'm wondering if you did. <laughs>
0: I've seen it. I didn't watch it recently, <laughs> but I've seen it. I like it. Ugh. I like hyper pop without even the idea of just inherently liking this sort of I didn't I never put the connection together till these nice YouTube people did yesterday but I like that now I like it more now that I know that there's something else actually going on here it's not just the aesthetics I like Mm. when you're like when 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 everything is an aesthetic I think that's when we've moved into hyper hyper reality gotcha do you know what I mean yeah like death is an aesthetic. You know what I mean. And I think that's almost the 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 real furthest point where death is life. It's almost because you're almost saying life is an aesthetic. But when people are like, yeah, no, like the macabre, the aesthetic of the the macabre, that's like uh, saying, yeah, my aesthetics that I really like is life. You know, it's the exact same thing. So it's pretty it's pretty insane. Um, and I think wow. I'm I'm just gonna live my life <laughs> that way. I'm gonna be hi- hypercapitalistic. And by the way, hypercapitalism is. Is basically where you're like, well, we can't we can't dismantle capitalism by reverting. So what we should do is speed it up,
1: go and, into the belly of the beast, and go
0: even further with it, and then it will implode. Mm. Right? which I
1: think we're looking at, right?
0: Yeah, but what does implode
1: mean? Late stage capitalism.
0: But what does implode mean?
1: Late stage capitalism.
0: But how does that then end? I just feel like we just figure out a new it, way it ends to ends with that the
1: destruction way. of our economic system.
0: Or we just continue building onto it, and well, now then we just now the destruction live in this of humanity.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Capitalism hum- kills.
0: Humanity would kill itself, not capitalism. That would just well. Stay capitalism the same. is
1: a is a construction, is a human construction. So if capitalism, if humanity kills itself through capitalism, how are we going to talk about the housewives?
0: Um, well, <laughs> it's it's pretty easy to talk about them. I mean, I don't have much to say about them. We'll just go through the cast really quick, but. Um, Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's That is hyper-realistic. Yeah. That is what we're talking about of the Simulcra. They are supposed to be... We are being pushed on the fact that this is real life depicted. Right. But what we were watching is an obscured version of what life is. As soon as Dang. you put the camera on somebody, you're performing. So um, there's no way out of not altering the way that you act.
1: It's like when physicists try and locate an electron and an atom you can never pinpoint the electron because when you look at it it's not it's no longer where it was
0: exactly so wow. it's uh you know and, and that's reality television and, and that, that's what that's what we are being told is real holy well this is real you know, I mean, also, I mean, you're, you're discrediting also the idea that mo- like conversation even without a camera is al- already a performance. Yeah. Because you have like your you have your ego in you basically as the camera and your and your c- consciousness as sort of the, the 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 audience. So there is performance in life. But I mean, this really if there was a catalyst for the performance that is hum- humanity. It would be the camera, and so now you're getting a performance of real life, which is and being told like, well, this is real. This is a documentary. We've moved past that into the idea of no, we know this isn't real life, but we're fine with it. And I think that's hyperpop. Mm. I think I think uh, reality TV because the people making the hyperpop music are not fooled by the idea that they are making pop music. They have decided that we are going to be uh, push this further in some sort of a statement that would be almost punk rock, and I think the housewives because and the fandom is the same way because if you have somebody being like that's not fucking real, nobody this is staged. A reality, a, a real reality fan would be like, yeah, who fucking cares? It's great, you know, and that's why it's hyper pop where people be like, that's not good pop all the fucking uh, pitched up vocals and it's just like the, the, the sound sounds just crazy. It's like, that's not real music. And it's like, yeah, it is. I like it. I understand this is trash and that's the reason I like it. I've changed my brain into deciding that this thing that we all think is trash because we're pulling from the same pool of what we think is cool actually is cooler than what you think it is. And I'm smarter than you and that's why I get it. And that's why reality TV people are smarter they're average people. They get it. They understand that this is a performance. They're not fooled by the idea that this is real life. It's like, what's real life? You know? Not
1: only do they understand it's a performance, but that extra layer adds um, like more entertainment value. Yeah,
0: it's entertaining. We like to see people play life. Yeah. You know, it's fun. Life is the most exciting thing in the world. You know, really, and then so what would be next to that? Well, let's just see people pretend to be playing life for a little bit, and then uh, you know we'll call it real, and so the stakes are higher and it's more exciting. You know what I mean? So uh, there you go. That's smart. See, I just connected it. I connected it, and I think a brilliant, a brilliant way.
1: I think so too. I think that um, this uh, podcast will get um, hyperlinked and ah. go down in history as a hyperpod. That's a reflection of a insight. Hyperpod. Hyperpod. That's
0: what we're doing. We have now. That was our long, my long-winded way to let you know that we have changed into a hyperpodcast.
1: Yeah, we're, we are. a copy of a copy of a yeah, podcast. We
0: are no longer a podcast. We are post podcast. The
1: original was junk food. Then it was copied to reality blows, and now it's copied to hyperpod.
0: We are making a comment on podcasting by podcasting. Do you understand? Well, we watched the. Uh, um... <laughs>
1: Move on. Okay, you guys, there was a premiere on Bravo last week. Did you watch it? It's the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We have a new franchise. I th-
0: I, th- I decided that we were gonna tape this because it seemed kind of exciting. You know, I don't. They'd never really dipped into the religion side of uh, Real Housewivedom.
1: Boy, oh boy, am I glad you taped this. If you had asked me, Ashley, should I tape this? I would have said no, bitch. You know, I'm not a housewives fan. You aren't. But now I am.
0: Well, we watched this episode, and I'll tell you, I, I think it delivered, folks. I think this might be kind of a fun deviation from the norms as far as the Real Housewives. And yes, you can if you haven't watched it yet. It doesn't. It feels like the Housewives. Go ahead and watch it. It's not like uh, some serious weird thing, but there's it's
1: not a docu series. A lot of
0: talk of Mormonism here, folks, and it adds like an extra little uh bit that kind of draws you in. It's intriguing. I don't know much about, I mean, yes, Mormonism has been exploited by reality TV for many years now, but the Housewives are classy, and, and they're not going to, this isn't Sister Wives. No, no no shit talking to Sister Wives, I haven't really seen much of it, but something tells me that the Housewives version of Mormonism is going to be more up my alley as far as what I want to consume on my television.
1: The only thing I know about Mormonism is that I've never met a female Mormon I didn't like. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's the only thing you know about it? That's, that's it. About Brigham Young and nope. uh, Joseph
1: Smith? Was no clue. Name? I thought about going to a Mormon church meeting one time in college because I met two Mormon gals who were so happy and they just wanted to go on hikes and play board games. And I was like, these are my people.
0: Are, that see, that does seem right up your alley.
1: Yeah. And they were happy. They were like genuinely happy and cared about people and they'd always bring me snacks were they trying to convert me? Probably. Was I ripe for conversion? Yes. It was college. I was going through things.
0: I'll tell you something about the this Real Housewives in this episode that I liked. I liked that there was Mormon status.
1: Loved it. Loved it. And I will say that my, that my experience with Mormons in college was the gateway to me enjoying this because I'm fascinated by them. And I love that there was Mormon status. We have people on this show using terms like Mormon royalty.
0: Yeah. Mormon royalty and also like good, what's a good Mormon versus a bad Mormon.
1: Mm-hmm. So being there, shunned there, for there, not yes. being a good Mormon.
0: There's like, uh, uh, you know, there's, there seems to be a hierarchy here um, yeah. already on the show of people who are on, on maybe the bottom of the, of the Mormon totem pole all yep. the way to the elite Mormons. Um, and uh it's interesting i mean i was wondering whether or not how how open and like how tawdry um maybe this franchise would be or this season would be and it seems like it's gonna get there i don't think we're gonna get to the to like dallas land of no one's getting
1: a blowjob at the roundabout roundup or
0: or whatever exactly i don't think we're going there and she knows the boys who did it (laughs)
1: wow that
0: still is unbelievable i gotta get back into dallas i really do i really do that was there was nothing better than that first dallas season and i know the boys who did it <laughs> all right but there yeah so far there hasn't been that but was there is there a character who married her step-grandfather
1: yeah there yeah. is yeah i mean okay we can all agree and she's
0: Pentecostal.
1: that she was that that is um her name is mary, mary cosby and we can agree that she was the standout character. Uh, no, I She's wouldn't not agree that. She's not my favorite. I would not, not agree not that. the standout star, but mm-hmm. the standout character.
0: She. It was the standout moment, but I would not agree the standout, okay, standout
1: character. The standout moment S- was saying to <laughs> the scandal of the first episode. <laughs> You've probably already heard it. You've probably already seen it. Mary said that someone in their group, Jen, Smelled like hospital. And the best part, if you ask me about her uh, claiming that Jen smelled like hospital, (laughs) was that she was like, yeah, I'm very sensitive to that smell. It brings me back to my horrible, horrible experience in the hospital, getting all of my odor glands removed.
0: It was a wild sight. I didn't and know
1: you could get odor glands removed first off. Can
0: I say, Mary, there's nothing funnier than telling somebody they smell like hospital. I That is such a diss.
1: Talking shit about someone to your other friends by saying she smells she like smells hospital. She smells like hospital.
0: It was very funny. But I thought the woman who, um, in question, who may have, may or may not have smelled like hospital, Jen, I feel like she's the breakout star of the she's show. She's my
1: favorite. That's interesting. You're right. She. I didn't say breakout star because i would say jen's I breakout star break- i say breakout character okay cuz i feel like Gee, mary jen's a character though mary feels like not fully grounded in reality jen is great i mean jen's jen's awesome really like jen loved that jen found out jen was a devout mormon and then found out about the church's treatment of black people and converted to islam
0: i like that too
1: yeah jen was cool jen seems to be the anchor of the show um we've got whitney rose who i think whitney jen, i think
0: jen is our kyle folks i think that's who jen is is our kyle
1: our kyle mm-hmm. who's our kyle
0: kyle from beverly hills mm. I, I just say there's a kyle role there's a role that kyle plays that uh, that you need to sort of have on every season and that is sort of like outrageous but has it together kind of uh an easy link to all the other stories
1: so whitney rose she's the one of the blondes there's a couple blondes and a few brunettes whitney rose she's the one who is a descendant of mormon royalty um i think one of her great ancestors was a bodyguard for someone um she she's scandalous because she left the church to marry her boss after becoming impregnated with him.
0: Well, I think she was excommunicated from the church um, because they found out about the affair. Because uh, affair. they were both married. Yes. And they probably found out for the affair because she probably got pregnant. Mm. They didn't say that, but I don't know. Timeline just seems like it's working out in the way where they got pregnant. So they had to come clean. And uh, they got excommunicated and they got married and seemed to have a wonderful life.
1: Then we got Heather Gay, another blonde. She was a devout Mormon from birth and she was married to Mormon royalty for 11 years. Divorced, but um, divorced, which yeah.
0: puts her low on the Mormon totem pole.
1: Yes. And she, she's
0: not a perfect Mormon
1: considers herself mormon-ish
0: now she's um you know I, I would say she is uh important to this series because she has the business that has all access because she is a um she runs a med spa a med spa but like you're getting like botox yes and, and lasers ma- those sort of non-invasive uh would you call them non-invasive? Uh, tr- I think I think they're surgical. invasive, surgical. but they're non. Well, you're not going under the knife there. Yeah, right? it didn't look like it. It seems like you're getting, yeah, Botox, getting Botox, you getting lasers, you're, you're getting, getting
1: some injections, yes, some injections. fillers,
0: and she and she like ha, ha, seems to have cornered the market on. Um, people in salt lake city who are a mormon run business in which is also to alter your looks to mm-hmm. be more beautified to be and more so beautified it, a lot of this episode took place or a bunch of scenes took place in this place because these women all partake and and so she runs this thing i mean she had an i i liked her a lot uh, because she's got she's already being sort of beat up upon, and she's having to like defend herself in ways because of her status in the Mormon community,
1: and because another one of the housewives, Lisa Barlow, a brunette, basically had a I don't know her moment with right. Heather, where um, was it Mary or Jen was like brought up the fact that Heather went to school with Lisa at BYU. It was Jen. Um and and Lisa was like, oh yeah, I guess we went to school together. Yeah, she was kind of wild. Yeah, and Heather was she like, accused what? her of
0: taking like honor code, but then flashing her boobs, saying like honor code, and then flashing her boobs. And they all went to BYU, Brigham Young University, and you sign an honor code where you can't party or do anything that's against you know I would say I guess the Mormon Church, and um you know I you know you, you sign that code, and and I'm sure a lot of those kids break that code and i believe that this woman was uh, claiming what was her name
1: lisa barlow
0: lisa barlow is claiming that 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 is who heather was in college and maybe she didn't affiliate herself or is claiming she didn't affiliate herself so much with her even though heather said that they were they would go way back
1: and then heather was saying she's only saying that because i got a divorce exactly so it's i wasn't like that thing and yeah um, and so that was interesting because Mormon. there now, was also yeah. an under, undercurrent of like, yeah, I don't really know her from Lisa. Lisa's my least fave. She sure. seems to be the prettiest and the most popular. And I find her to be kind of boring.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, because, well, I find her to fill almost an exact similar role to the person whose birthday party it was. Uh, was her name Megan? Meredith. Meredith.
1: Meredith Mark.
0: Meredith, uh like Meredith and Lisa were kind of buddy-buddy in the scenes that you saw, Yeah, Lisa. they're like best friends. And uh, Meredith, I feel like, uh, and Lisa have come from, they seem to be the the highest tier yeah. on this show. They're as far top as dogs. Upper echelon. And, and Meredith, from Chicago, moved her family to Salt Lake City because, I don't know, she dress, she dresses movie stars and, and pop stars yeah, or something. Yeah,
1: she has a, ju- a jewelry business. Not and- a Mormon, right? Right.
0: Right, that, that's her story. She just like, moved to salt lake city yeah
1: i think she's was she jewish am i
0: making that up i don't know but she's got a husband and a son yeah is her son named chase
1: her son was the best part of her was her son
0: named chase i don't remember her son's name we'll learn her son's name he's a star he's he's bravo ready yeah and he uh, was ready to go brooks was his name i don't know was one of those names but uh, he kind of was funny, you know. He, he had a couple of good scenes. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Now, in the in the this season on, it seems like Meredith and her husband start ha- going through marital issues. Yeah. So apparently, there's some text messages maybe that uh, Meredith doesn't want her husband to see. Or her husband claims mm. that she won't just hand over her phone because mm. she's afraid that uh, she's going to see something. And then we see him with a bag in his hand, basically uh, storm out of the house. Uh, and uh, it's it's tough, but. I'm happy that's happening on this season there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on in this season and uh, um, well I just enjoyed the show I thought it was kind of a, a breath of fresh air as far as the franchise goes of the real housewives I've a little bored of uh, Housewives uh, recently to mm-hmm. the point where I just didn't even watch the the last few seasons of the seasons of the shows that I like New York and Beverly Hills and New Jersey I quit halfway through so it's It just wasn't doing it for me, you know, and I think I've been in competition reality so long now. Plus, with the addition of the new blood that is a new season of Real Housewives with a good first episode, I think I'm in. I think I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I think we should watch. So, yeah, that's a big recommendation from your pals at the Reality Blows podcast. I'm
1: in. I'm in. Folks,
0: I think that has been the show. Uh, Thank you for allowing us to kind of just talk at you. I hope you uh, enjoyed listening to us explore different ideas. Yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoy, uh, if you haven't watched, the first episode of Salt Lake City, Real Housewives. Go check that out. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash realityblows. You can find all of our stuff at realityblowspodcast.com. And um, we will, uh, I guess, talk to you. I don't know. Maybe we'll put a Patreon out this week. Who knows?
1: I think we're doing it. I think we're doing it. Stay tuned for that special surprise that Nick doesn't know about. Guys, we love you. We should do
0: do maybe a birthday podcast, the post-game birthday podcast. I'm down for that. Um, We love you. We'll tell you about it. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.